Welcome to Whiskey and Whiskers Midweek. This is going to be Gator Licks. I'm your host, Chop. Gator. Chris. Blake. And I want to start by reiterating to our listeners that on Gator Licks, the guitar is live. Uh, can, you, can you play us something? Look, look. Uh, yeah, let me turn it up. So he's sitting here with his guitar in the garage, and we're he's playing it. Yeah. So yeah, we're gonna we're gonna review an album this week. What what album are we doing this oh, week? Oh man, yeah. okay. Led Zeppelin one. Boom. Bam. Yeah, smack you in the face. Like what else is there? <laughs> so this all right. This album is uh, particularly special to me. Uh, so growing up, my dad was like strict about the radio and strict about music he only played music he liked so my dad went to woodstock he's like he's in it he knows good music he saw Jimi hendrix live you know what i mean so i absolutely respect his his decisions but every time led zeppelin would come on the radio my dad would fucking turn it off ah that shit and he turned it right off the radio man i i never heard led zeppelin what until i was like i think i was like 12 and I was on a road trip with my parents, and we were going through Arkansas. Y'all remember going to gas stations back in the day, and they'd have fucking cassette tapes out the yeah. wazoo, right? Yeah. So we went to a gas station in Arkansas. I had, a, had cassette tapes fucking out the walls, man, just racks and racks of them. So my parents were going through them because it was like a good deal, and we listened to music all the time in the car, whether it was Eric Clapton or the Beatles or Stephen Stills, you know, something like that. Today, my dad was like, hey, Pat, they got Led Zeppelin 1. You want to get it? She was like, yeah. So we're cruising through Arkansas, and my dad puts Led Zeppelin 1 and the cassette tape. And, man, it was fucking mind-blowing. I had never heard... Why did he decide now is the time? So this is when he spilled the beans, and he was like, this is the only album worth listening to. Hmm. So, you know, I, I took that on and believed that for a while. Now, of course, I'm not, I'm not stuck in that. I can... I can step outside of Led Zeppelin 1 and definitely like all the other music. There's nothing wrong with it at all. It's great. It's fantastic. You yeah. know what I mean? Not downtrodding at all. But I can understand why somebody would hear Led Zeppelin 1 and say, you can, you can take it and leave all the rest because that's all Led Zeppelin is. I can understand that. But I don't think you need to throw the baby out with the bathwater. You know what I'm saying? There's other good uh, stuff. So can we talk about the, the, the atmosphere, the time, I guess, that Led Zeppelin kind of became? Yeah, I think so. This album came out in either '69 or '70. Yeah, because I, I think they were. It was '68, I think, when they got together. Yeah, and they started. Uh, they okay. Hold on, we have to back up even more. Yeah, um, you're gonna back up a bit because this gets super critical. So I guess uh, the the Yardbirds. Do you know about the Yardbirds? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So Jimmy Page, Jeff Beck, Eric Clapton. Eric Clapton. Yeah. Fuck. That's what made me think of it. Is you mentioned Eric Clapton? Yeah, exactly. Clapton I'm, I'm I'm filling it in, man. We're gonna talk so, about it. So, uh, and, I, and I think they had, Jimmy Page, that's where he really cut his teeth and was like, all right, I'm a, I'm a musician, like I'm mm-hmm. a, and um, after the kind of like hip hoppy, like poppy nonsense of, of uh, the 50s was kind of dying and you're getting into um, blues again and, and Jimmy Page having been a part of the Yardbirds was trying to disassociate himself from that style of music, even though that's where he had 
you know, had some recognition. It's, those, it's that blues root. Yeah. That was, you know, like the whole point of like the Yardbirds. You know, it was very bluesy, poppy for that time. So he, uh, so he breaks away. He uses his own money and he puts together a band that, uh, like, it, it seems like it, it, it was different. He wanted it to be different. Um, he used his own money to put the band together and, and lay down tracks and record so that he had full artistic license. Yeah. And, and he almost, he almost like built this thing in secret. It seemed like when, when I was, you know, listening to it, uh, at the documentary I watched today about it, (laughs) uh, it seems like he almost built it in secret and then showed it, you know, to the world because he didn't Mm -hmm. want someone to, to like, bastardize that idea that he had in his head yeah I, the vibe i really got was jimmy page is the the reason for led zeppelin like he's the he's not the front man but he's the the, the drive. force behind it mm-hmm. yeah for sure man austin jim though uh robert plant lives here hmm. i didn't know that. yeah he's an austin guy now mm-hmm. nice yeah kind of cool so tying it back home mm-hmm. uh yeah and then who are the other people in the band? Who's so, that? Jimmy Page plays guitar. Mm-hmm. John Paul Jones plays bass. Who also, he also plays keyboard. He also plays, like, yeah. harmonica. Like, he plays everything, uh-huh. I think. And he's so phenomenal musician. Like, the guy, like again, Led Zeppelin 1, man. The first time I heard that album, I never heard instruments played in that way. Guitar, bass, and drums, you know. Mm-hmm. So, John Bonham, you know, I, I dropped the D word. Yeah. The, that's the, the serious moving force within Led Zeppelin especially well and if you're going to make a blues rock group that those are the pieces like you've got an amazing guitar player now you've got a heavy-handed drummer oh man and and you know it he was bottom played drums he was awesome but he was he was heavy like i think they reject the the term uh that they were the first heavy metal band i think they think that yeah. concept is stupid yeah but but they were rock. I mean, they were not. They were heavily influenced by blues, but they were rock, and you could really feel it in how heavy Bonham's hands were. Yeah, you know, it's hard. Mm-hmm. You know, it's uh, and then John Paul Jones laying down that fucking bass, dude. Like it was, it's slow and just boom, and it just yeah. rolls. It just keeps rolling on you. Yeah, uh, that's that blues influence. Now, front man. Yeah, that voice. Robert Plant. This guy, and he was yeah, like, he wrote most of the lyrics. I think when Jimmy Page found him, he was like 19 or something. Wow. So the dude was, I don't know, man. He's just a, he's a freak of nature. He's a, he's a, he's just one of those once in a, not even in a lifetime, in a, in a generation uh, front man. Yeah. He's what David Lee Roth wishes he was. <laughs> yeah. Know? Like, dude, he's got. He's got style and he's got skill and he's got sex appeal and he's oh, got man. attitude and he's got like, dude, he's just and gnarly. He sing. He's Robert <laughs> Plant, bro. He yeah. get it across to you, you know. It's he conveys so much emotion and power and feeling behind those songs. It's and, incredible. And every song, it felt like even though, even though it was Jimmy Page that was kind of the driving force behind it, uh, Robert Plant was the one that spoke to you in every song, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. and and. It didn't. It didn't feel. Like, he's the reason uh, a bunch of white middle class dudes were able to sell uh, grassroots. Uh, middle class dudes from overseas yeah. were able to sell uh, uh, like grassroots, uh, l- lower class style to southern United States. Mm-hmm. 
because he felt so genuine. He didn't feel out of place. He didn't, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. He, he really felt what he was singing, and, and it, it comes across. Yeah, it didn't matter where he came from. It's it's that, like, connection. You know, he got it. He wrote, it, wrote the lyrics to Stairway to Heaven, man. It's crazy, too, how those musicians who came out of England like that, like Clapton and, and Beck, they have that heavy blues <laughs> influence. And, yeah. But they're so renowned for it, you know? Clapton especially. It's, yeah. Yeah, it's crazy. Love Clapton. All right, so let's jump into this album. Okay. So, uh, without further ado, I'm just going to play the first song. so hard to sell these songs without the the Uh, heavy bass and the slow like rhythm drums yeah and then robert plant just fucking screaming but uh yeah it's it's uh builds the anticipation oh for sure and then starts rocking immediately jump right into rock and roll so like speaking about it like breaking it down like that first e chord they hit when they hit the bass drum and the fucking snare that Boom, boom, you know, at the same time. It's like, I'd never heard that before. I never heard it. It hit so hard, you know what I mean? And then the fills, he goes, you know, and it's like, holy shit, man, this guy's crazy. Mm-hmm. And double bass. I never heard the double bass like that before. <laughs> fucking cowbell, you know what I mean? It's so fucking cool, man. Mm-hmm. The guitar, too, like, so Jimmy Page plays uh, Les Paul. Okay. And that's how he gets to like the sound he has, right? Um, and what's cool is when you when you know the type of guitar somebody plays, you can tell they're playing that type of guitar by the licks and the different tricks they can do with the guitar. So we can talk about more in other songs. Um, this song he doesn't do it a whole lot, but I can hear that that E. It sounds just like a Les Paul screaming that E chord. You know what I mean? Les Pauls have really thick, heavy bodies. So they, they have a different tone about it. And, you know, of course he liked that a lot, you know? Yeah, that's cool. Um, this song is cool, too, because the lyrics. You know, in the days of my youth, I was told what it means to be a man. You know, and, and what kid who's hearing Led Zeppelin for the first time is like, holy shit, this fucking guy is talking to me right now. You know what I mean? Now I reach that age, you're like, yeah, I'm feeling my oats. <laughs> Trying to do those things the best I can, you know? And you're like, fucking right, come on, dude. Oh, it's so cool, man. Can't get past it, dude. Yeah, that's gnarly. Yeah. Um, Next, Babe, I'm Gonna Leave You. How do you feel about that one? This song's cool. Um, I'll play it a little bit on my electric. Uh, um. You know, it's pretty slow, but the cool parts are the... What is it? You know, yeah, he picks it up. Yeah. And I mean, that's kind of the extent of it. And the... 
Again, it's so hard to sell without the yeah, without the drum the whole you know. ensemble. But yeah, I mean that song hits hard, but it's not as dynamic as some of the other songs on the album. So you shook me. You shook me. What's next, um, I liked this one. This one, this one was cool to me. Yeah, it's this one uh, speaks to the blues roots for sure. Absolutely, yeah. It's a it's a blues cover, right? But they they take it up a notch. You know what I mean? Some people can lay down a beautiful foundation for something, and then other people can just take it through the roof. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Yep. And that's what I think Led Zeppelin does with these blues covers. They do. They yeah, just... I I really dug this. I listened to this album today, and I really like this song. I stopped doing what I was doing and listened to it because. Uh, I guess I just didn't realize how hard, like how blues they really got. With the uh, the organ too, mm-hmm. isn't that cool? Oh my god! I mean, like, and that, I've never heard anything like that before either. Steve Winwood, you know what I mean? But never a, a solo part in a song or like a blues song like that that really oh, let's, carried it. Yeah, let's talk about solos <laughs> for a minute. Mm. Cause, yeah, because uh, all right, Robert Plant would go off sometimes. And Jimmy Page would like interrupt them and take it back, but but in the softest like it's gonna it flows like I'm not trying to steal it from yeah. kind of way, uh, but dude, every single one of those guys would go off on on a solo yeah sometime, at some point. That's another unique thing I, that so much so that it was like a cliche like you know people people bash like that that the punk movement was like we're not gonna fucking do these hour-long solos and yeah. talk about dragons and shit. You yeah. Know? Like, uh, but but this was before that, and it was fucking cool to watch someone just on a stage in front of everybody just shred yeah. whatever their respective instrument was. Yeah. That, and then they would, they would like, go together. Oh, dude. Paige, uh, uh, the, the voice and the guitar yes. harmonized so well yes. together, and it's like... It's like they could talk to each other or something. It was gnarly sometimes. Yeah, they would just talk back and forth. Uh... Uh-huh. You know, it's yeah. like so cool, man. <laughs> and he could do it, dude. They they both, they nailed it. They would talk to each other. They had chemistry for sure. Yeah, oh man, it's so cool. You can't beat it. And that was so unique to me too when I heard it for the first time with Led Zeppelin. I'm like... These motherfuckers are doing it all. <laughs> I've never heard any of this shit. They're talking back and forth. This is like, my dad was like, this is like really good drugs. You don't need to ever do the really good <laughs> drugs. <you know? laughs> don't ever do that stuff. It'll ruin your life. <laughs> is, is it even worth talking about all the drugs that they did? Oh, man. No. <laughs> that sounds like another episode. <laughs> That's a whole other side of Led Zeppelin. But it will take us right into the next song, right? Oh, this is this is the song. I mean, for this album, yeah, this, yeah. almost this. Well, for for this album, for sure, this is the song. And I wish someone here had the voice to fucking nail this, but we don't. I'd like to try, Alfred. Right? Maybe sometime.
Never heard so, anything like that before. For those of you who don't or haven't heard Dazed and Confused, right now, go go listen to it. Uh, it it's just one of those things that you have to hear. This song. So this is one of those songs that, like, it's so dynamic. There's so many different parts, right? So it's mm-hmm. got that the, the kind of the chorus part and yeah. then the, the turnaround. The, it's so hard, dude. <laughs> but what I love about it is interlude, I think, is a loose term, and it doesn't even speak to the volumes of what it is when they go in between sections and they play that, like, really drowned out, crazy-sounding guitar. Mm. And that's what I want to talk about. So, again, he plays a Les Paul, and you'll listen in there. He'll do stuff like that. So, on the Les Paul, the bridge is fixed. There's no whammy bar. Mm. So he's reaching up behind the nut and bending the G-string. I know that. That's cool. It's cool as shit, man. So he does that in the solo, but he also does cool stuff in the interlude where... He uses a violin bow. I've seen that. Yeah, I've seen this. In combination with, you know, guitar effects and, like, wah-wah and stuff. And he'll get that, like... That... And he'll do that all kind of crazy stuff. And it's, like, again, them talking back and forth with their voices and the crazy mm-hmm. sounds. It's, like, I've never heard anything like that. And then it just rips into that rock and solo, and it just blows your shit off. It's Love it. it's a trip listening to Led Zeppelin for the first time. Like I bet if you brought it to people who'd never heard it before, they'd fucking lose their minds. You know what I mean? It's fucking it's just insane. So that's that's side A, right? So like if we're gonna talk about this album, it came out what in seventy? So it came out on vinyl. A sides and B sides. It had an A side and a B side. So that's the A side. B side. Um, so again. What I like about this album is it starts out fucking hard with... Communication breakdown. Always the same. (laughs) Having a nervous breakdown. Drive me insane! It's so fucking crazy, dude. It's fast, and it's kind of a... uh juxtaposition against some of the slower stuff they did and and now all of a sudden they're just going as fast as they can go you know yeah it's a lot like good times bad times it kind of hits in the same way you know good times bad times is that it's rock it's not as uh fast tempo wise or intense Mm -hmm. but they start off the album in a fucking heavy hitting way you know what i mean and again it's that the drums you know he hit that snare with those heavy hands man and it's so fucking good I think a good song, and even in a broader view, a good album will flow in and out through different emotions throughout the album to try yep. and grab more effects. So, well, then this one's fucking bipolar because it goes all over the place. Like, no, yeah. it, and it, it, it should peaks and valleys. I mean, but it, <laughs> it also transitions well, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's exactly why I'm I'm raving about this album, and I wanted to have it on Gator Licks today. Is it flows so well, and there's so much cool dynamic stuff within it. It's just worth talking it's about. It's almost like a, a, the, a Queen does the same thing. They can flow in and out through a whole album. Yeah. And all the songs are, are good, and even the bad ones like still fit perfectly where they are, you know? Yeah. It's an album. Yeah. They're selling an album. They're not selling a song, song. a single, you know? Right. Which is kind of a cool concept. It's a cool idea that we're losing. I yeah. miss it. We've lost it. We're not losing. It's gone. Yeah, it's not a thing anymore, but... Mm-mm. 
So what else we got? Um, so Black Mountainside. That song is tuned differently than standard tuning on guitar. Mm-hmm. It's really cool. Don't get me wrong. I'm not going to play it. I don't have a rig set up for Another it. Another guitar? Yeah. <laughs> yeah <guys laughs> and I'm not willing to pause Gator Licks to retune. <laughs> it's a cool song, though. And again, it's, it's very unique. I never heard anything like that before. And when Led Zeppelin came out with that, I'm sure it just shocked people, you know? Someday there will be a studio with guitars on the wall. So we can just... Yeah, we'll make it happen. Pull it down. Just grab one. Grab one and go. Like, yeah, it's my Joe Walsh guitar. Let's play some stuff. Um, you can have a Black Mountainside guitar. It's just the Black Mountainside. Yeah, well, that's what it would have to be. Because I think that's the only song that's tuned that way. It's just some random fucking shit, man. I don't know. I'm sure there's some method to the mayhem behind it. But it is a testament, again, to like how creative they were and how off the wall. Like, we're going to do some crazy shit and make it sound good. Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, can't quit you, baby. Uh, so that's another blues kind of uh, homage, I guess. You know, it's a cover. And the interesting story about that: so Willie Dixon wrote these blues songs, and they didn't give Willie Dixon the proper credit. Oh no! And so they they ended up in a lawsuit with Willie Dixon for these blues songs, but they're still good. Yeah, I think on the the later good. albums, it gives him credit. They have his name, but yeah. Yeah. Anyways. And then, last song, uh, how many more times? Again, that. It almost sounds like you're underwater or something. Yeah. And the whole interlude with a solo. No, I don't know the solo. Show me the solo. Mm-hmm. terrible at that on Guitar Hero. <laughs> <laughs> it's been probably, uh, it's years since I played that. That was actually one of the first solos I learned, and uh, this album is what made me want to play electric guitar. Yeah. So I heard it, and I got home from that vacation, and I grabbed every single box I had in my house, 
And I set up a drum set because I was going to be a fucking drummer, dude. Yeah. I heard that shit and I was like, I'm fucking going to bang some skins, you know what I mean? Um, but before that, I'd been playing guitar and it only been acoustic. And I sat down and I tried figuring out this stuff and I couldn't do bands or anything on my acoustic guitar. So I ended up getting electric when I turned 13 and... The rest is history. The rest is history. Got a Led Zeppelin book, Led Zeppelin 1. I still have it. Fucking learned it. It's so cool. Anyways. So guys, if you haven't listened to Led Zeppelin 1, uh, do. It'll change your life. All right. Be sure to check us out on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. You can listen on Spotify, iTunes, Google Play, YouTube, and your favorite podcasting app. We have new episodes every Monday, and we'll see you next week.